The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WHIO and Cox Media Group. Rob Russell offers investment advisory services through Russell Capital Management, LLC. Curve Miller and Andrea Dollar are registered representatives of Russell Private Investment Group, which offers securities through Kalos Capital, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc. The material presented is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or investment advice regarding a particular investment, nor is it intended to predict or depict performance of any investment, as past performance is no guarantee of future results. Proper wealth advice should always be based on your unique situation. This hour is sponsored by Russell Total Wealth and Wellness. Welcome to Russell Total Wealth Radio. I'm Andy Dollar, joined by Curve Miller today, and we're from Russell Total Wealth and Wellness. Listen, a lot changed last year. I think we all know that. But one thing that changed in 2020 that's created a lot of confusion for people in retirement are those rules surrounding required minimum distributions, or RMDs for short. Last year in 2020, they actually became NRMDs, or not required minimum distributions. But what about this year? Lawmakers also change the age when we have to start taking those distributions from our retirement accounts and paying taxes on them. So stay with Curve and I today as we cut through the clutter and confusion of RMDs with a samurai sword. And we're sharing 10 things you need to know about how, how RMDs work. And you're only going to find it here on Russell Total Wealth Radio. You know, Andy, I don't know why they make the laws for retirees so complicated. I mean, who are they really trying to serve? I mean, you go back to 1913, the tax code was one page, believe it or not. And, you know, I don't remember in 2013, the 100-year, you know, uh, party hats and balloons celebrating 100 years of the IRS. <laughs> because no, that, it didn't happen. No, it never happened. But because part, partly because that one page became over 75,000 pages. And I've always said this, there's a tax law for the informed and there's a tax law for the uninformed. And guess who pays more tax? The uninformed. So trying to figure out all the rules surrounding RMDs and other tax laws, it can be complex and it can be confusing for the uninitiated. And if you make a mistake here, you could face severe penalties and taxes. Listen, RMDs are serious business. And that's why our team specializes in retirement planning, because it isn't something you can just dabble in or work part-time in or go alone, okay? It's like having heart surgery performed by a cardiologist instead of your family doctor. To get it right in retirement, you need a retirement-ologist, if you will. You need a specialist, somebody who specializes in retirement planning. And that's why you need to keep it tuned right here as we share today 10 things you need to know about how RMDs work. And you're only going to find it from our retirement planning team here at Russell Total Wealth and Wellness. Excellent, Curve. I'm so excited to talk about RMDs today. But before we get too far into it, let's kick things off by talking about this week's health tip, because you need your health to enjoy your wealth. And this week, I want to talk about five superfoods that help support our immune systems. So vitamins and supplements are great tools to help us uh, stay healthy, but they're, they're just that. They're tools. Um, and they can help us through the cold and flu season uh, and beyond, but they're not a foolproof solution to stay healthy. The best way to, to achieve that health goal and support a strong immune system is also by packing our diet with whole, nutrient-dense foods. So here's a couple to make sure that, uh, that you put in your grocery cart the next time you hit the grocery store curve. First one, eggs. Great nutrient-dense foods packed with vitamin D, uh, 10 times more vitamin E uh, than um, uh, some supplements that are available on the market, and then also a ton of vitamin B12 and omega-3s. 
Next up on our list, bell peppers. And bell peppers are actually a great source of vitamin C. Um, Curve, you may not know this, but just one cup of chopped bell peppers contain three times the recommended daily intake for vitamin C. Huh, I did not Next, know that. I know, surprising and delicious. The next thing I wanted to mention is garlic. And and boy, this is one of my favorites. Uh, But garlic supplies great antioxidants that help fortify our immune system. And you don't have to eat a ton of it raw. Um, You can if you want to. Uh, But uh, it is effective uh, by just adding a little bit. Uh, Sunflower seeds are the next item on our superfoods list today because they're super versatile. Um, You can put them in a salad or trail mix or or oatmeal, and they pack a a bunch of anti-inflammatories and and vitamin E to help repair damaged cells. And then the last one is an interesting ad. It's a a tangy cousin to yogurt called kefir, K-E-F-I-R. Now, it's a, like I mentioned, it's a, a tang, pretty tangy uh, food. So if it is a little bit too tangy for your palate, incorporate some other fermented foods like sauerkraut or pickles or kombucha uh, to get those probiotics in our diet. Yeah, that, that's great advice, Andy. And, you know, I was while you were speaking about all these superfoods, I was thinking about at least the first three, we can make an omelet with it, right? So you have the eggs, oh, the, the green bell pepper, delicious. and the garlic. I mean, what what better omelet could you want? And then if it's uh, if kefir is the cousin to yogurt, then I'm thinking here you, the side to your omelet would be kefir with sunflower seeds, right? And then you're ready to go. Immune I think so. System boosted. Yeah, for, <laughs> for in in one breakfast. So one breakfast. <laughs> so if you're just joining us today, we're sharing with you ten things you need to know about how required minimum distributions work. So. After decades of squirreling away money in tax-advantaged retirement accounts, investors who are entering their 70s have to flip the script because starting at age 72, Uncle Sam requires taxpayers to draw down their retirement accounts through what's called annual required minimum distributions. Basically, Uncle Sam says, look, we let you kick the can down the road long enough. We want that tax revenue now. We're broke, by the way. We need this money. So not only do you need to know how to calculate uh, these withdrawals, but they have to be taken out each year, and you have to pay the tax on the distributions. Listen, there's no time like the present to get up to speed on RMD rules. Once you know the basic rules, you can start using smart strategies to minimize the taxable distributions and make the most of the money that ultimately the IRS requires you to withdraw. So when must you start taking those RMDs? Okay. Well, there was an old rule prior in 2009, and then there's a rule, new rule that's part of the Secure Act that changed when you must start taking RMDs. Under the old rules, okay, when you turned 70 and a half, okay, and if you were 70 and a half in 2019, you should have taken your very first RMD by April 1st of 2020, okay? Now, if you turned 70 and a half in 2020 or later, okay, so last year and, and now, so we're under new rules now. So if you're turning, you know, if you turn 70 and a half in 2020 or later, you should take your first RMD by April 1st of the year after you turn 72, and all subsequent ones must be taken by December 31st each year. Now, here's what they're not going to tell you. And you're, you're going to hear it here on Russell Total Wealth Radio. Is that if you wait that first year to April 1st to take your very first RMD, you're going to have to double up that, that year. Okay, They're going to require two distributions. You have to take one for 72 and one for age 73. So I think a good rule of thumb is the year you turn 72, 
take your first RMD by December 31st of that year to avoid doubling up your income and having to pay potentially more taxes. Now, RMDs apply to the original owner of a traditional IRA, a simple IRA, or a SEP IRA. So for those of you who are self-employed, if you have a SEP IRA, those are included under the rules for required minimum distributions. So are 401ks and 403bs. Now, the little unique thing here is if you are still working as in, a, in an employer plan and you have a 401k or 403b, you get a still working exception, which means you don't have to take a distribution from, from that account. And also, there's a lot of talk about Roth IRAs. Roth IRAs do not have those required minimum distributions. Okay, So keep in mind, you know, we talked about delaying your first year RMD. You know, it can have important tax implications, and that's why I say a good rule of thumb is to take it by the year, by December 31st of the year you turn 72, because what could happen here is if you double up this income, you could be paying more tax on Social Security, but you could also be paying more for Medicare Part B or Part D. So the best time to determine when to take the first RMD is you got to compare your tax bills under two scenarios, you know, taking the first one in the year you hit 72 or delaying. Uh, but there's a number of things you have to consider. Now, the penalties for missing an RMD, okay, it's 50%. It's the one of the harshest penalties in the tax code. So this is very serious business. You don't want to miss a distribution because let's say you're supposed to take $20,000 for an RMD in a year and you miss it. Well, guess what? The penalty is going to be ten grand. So you're going to ultimately have to take out thirty to satisfy the $20,000 $20, requirement. It is one of the harshest penalties. It can be forgiven if you ask for relief. You definitely don't want to be you know, <laughs> behind the eight ball on this one. Uh, but you can request relief by filing a Form 5329 with a letter of explanation, including the action you took to fix it. Um, so at the end of the day, just don't miss it. <laughs> and make sure you don't go this alone. That's what you don't want to do. Absolutely, Curb. And, and make sure you take all of it too, right? You can't just take some of, of the requirement, uh, required minimum distribution. And listen, retirement's full of complicated choices. We understand that. Uh, we're talking about one of those complicated uh, topics today, required minimum distributions. But there's so many other questions out there that people have, like when to claim Social Security, how to keep your taxes low, how not to lose your money, you know, what to do when the market's at all-time highs, how to make your money last. Do you know if your current retirement plan solves all of these problems? If not, then you could be exposed. Find the holes in your plan by using our on-track retirement review process, where we'll run a what-if scenario for you and an analysis, and you can see for yourself. You can do that by just visiting us at TotalWealthAdvice.com. Right there in the middle of the page, you can schedule a 15-minute call with one of our fiduciary retirement planners. Uh, in real time, you have access to our calendars to see uh, what would work best for your schedule. And we'd love to sit down and, and talk to you about what's important to you. Yeah, that is such smart advice, Andy. And, and additionally, we're so excited because this is the first time in, and really since the, the beginning of the pandemic, where we're going to actually bring back our Russell Total Wealth Live events in addition. And uh, we have a couple dates upcoming here on Tuesday, May 18th at 6 p.m., or you can also attend Thursday, May 20th at 6 p.m. That's going to be held at Fleming's there at the Green. Okay, May 18th, May 20th, 6 p.m. Your host will be uh, none other than our co-host here, Andy Dollar, and Rob Russell is going to be there as well. So what a great opportunity to get knee-to-knee -knee with Rob and Andy. Uh, and during that evening, they'll be covering various topics that will include 
um, potential new tax laws, what it may mean to you, how to avoid running out of income during retirement, strategies to help you avoid having to take those RMDs that we're talking about today, and creative new ways to use the tax code to move money into tax-free accounts at reduced rates. Listen, the best way to reserve your space is to call 1-844-325-8046. Again, that's 844-325-8046, or you can go to TotalWealthAdvice.com. And you can reach out to us uh, via the website, or you can email us at info at totalwealthadvice.com. Don't miss this opportunity um, uh, to, to meet Rob and Andy uh, live and in person May 18th and May 20th. Thanks so much, Curve. I'm so excited to, to have Russell Total Wealth Live back. On today's show, we're sharing... 10 Things You know, Need to Know About How RMDs Work. Now coming up here on Russell Total Wealth Radio, don't miss our popular They Say segment, where we'll talk about how some people may avoid having to take RMDs and pay tax. And later we'll share six more things you need to know about how RMDs work, including how to reinvest your RMD and what to do if your spouse is younger than you. So much more coming your way here on Russell Total Wealth Radio. Stay tuned with us here. It pays you to keep it right here. You've been listening to us on AM 1290 and 95.7, Dayton's News and Talk, WHIO. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic, 1290 and 95.7, WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back to Russell Total Wealth Radio. The financial and investing world can be so puzzling with so many acronyms and terms that just make it too much to understand sometimes. So much so that some people tend to feel stuck, not knowing where to turn or who to trust. The good news is it doesn't have to be that way. We're here to demystify retirement planning and help you gain the confidence you need to feel comfortable about where you're headed. Case in point, on today's show, we're sharing 10 things you need to know about how RMDs work. And now it's time for one of our fan favorite parts of the show, our They Say segment, where we debunk common myths, half-truths, and sometimes bad advice that they say. All right, Curve, here's today's. They say... Everyone who's age 72 and older must start taking taxable distributions from their retirement savings account. Is there any way around being forced to take a required minimum distribution? Yeah, there are a couple things you can do. And the first one I mentioned in the first segment, but it's called a still working exception. And there are a number of instances where you can reduce RMDs or avoid them altogether, like you said. So if you're still working beyond age 72, and you don't actually own more than 5% or more of the company that you work for, you can avoid taking RMDs from your current employer's 401k until you retire. Okay, it doesn't apply to any IRAs you may have outside, but it would apply to the 401k. And most of the times that is the nest egg. That's, you know, that's a big part of the, the savings plan. So just keep that in mind. You may be able to avoid it if you're still working past 72. Um, listen, people are living longer and you know, and, and work is a big part of uh, people's identity. So I see it all the time. People are working into their, their, you know, their mid to late seventies often. Uh, another way, you know, and, and so if you're, if you're retired from work though, on the other side and you're 70 or 72 or older, another option to avoid the tax on RMDs is if you donate it. Now, this is really tricky here. You have to be RMD age. 
Okay, so to, to take advantage of what's called a qualified charitable distribution, you can donate your RMD directly to a charity. Now, it satisfies your RMD, but it doesn't increase your taxable income on your tax return. Now, here's where it gets a little tricky. They updated part of the SECURE Act, RMDs to start at age 72, but they didn't update the age and when you could start doing qualified charitable distributions. They left that at age 70 and a half. It's kind of unique. But if you're charitably inclined, we just rethink the way that we're giving. We satisfy the, uh, the government. We satisfy Uncle Sam by donating our RMD directly to a charity. Okay, They'll count that towards your RMD requirement, but it will not increase your income tax. So that's a, a really neat way to, to go about that. Yeah, and you've actually said the, a really important word a couple of times, Curve, and that's the word directly. Right? It, mm -hmm. it can't go from the IRA into your checking account and then write a check out of your checking account to the, the charity. It actually has to be processed and coded as that qualified charitable distribution. So something to pay attention to there. Uh, coming up here on Russell Total Wealth Radio, we'll share six more things you need to know about how RMDs work, including how to reinvest your RMD or required minimum distribution, and what to do if your spouse is younger than you. It always pays you to keep it tuned right here to Russell Total Wealth Radio. You've been listening to us on AM 1290 and 95.7, Dayton's News and Talk, WHIO. We'll be right back. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Andy Dollar from Russell Total Wealth and Wellness, and you've tuned in to likely the most important show when it comes to your retirement and financial independence. And that, my friends, is Russell Total Wealth Radio. The financial and investing world can be so puzzling with so many acronyms, terms, and options to choose from. It just makes it too much to absorb sometimes, so much so that people tend to feel stuck, not knowing where to turn or who to trust. If there's just one thing we know, it's that people want to be heard and they want a plan that they're comfortable with. That's what we do for our clients at Russell Total Wealth and Wellness. We help people just like you build a plan for the goal of providing you with the freedom to enjoy the best years of your life by removing the worry of running out of money. And we make it easy to understand. Just visit us at TotalWealthAdvice.com and you can schedule your very own 15-minute complimentary uh, talk with one of our retirement planning specialists, our fiduciary retirement specialists. Yeah, great advice, Andy. And also, additionally, we're so excited because, you know, we talked about this before, you know, last spring versus this spring are a lot different. I mean, I think there's a, a feeling of optimism in the air. I mean, the vaccines continue to roll out. Um, you know, feel like we've got a handle on this where last year we didn't really know what to what to expect next. But we're bringing back this month our total Russell Total Wealth Live events. We have two dates upcoming, uh, May 18th and May 20th at 6 p.m. It's going to be Flemings there at the Green. Your host will be um, Andy Dollar, who's uh, obviously my co-host here on Russell Total Wealth Radio, as well as Rob Russell. This will be a chance to get together with uh, the CEO of Russell Total Wealth and Wellness. And there at that event, you'll learn a few things. They're going to teach you, number one, 
understanding what the potential new tax laws may mean to you. They'll also discuss how to avoid running out of income during retirement, strategies to help you avoid having to take those RMDs, which we're talking about today, and creative ways that you can use that new tax code to move money into tax-free accounts at reduced rates. So one other point too, they're going to also talk about creating portfolios similar to those used by some of the most sophisticated investors in the world. So you don't want to miss out on your opportunity to meet Rob and Andy live and in person Tuesday, May 18th or Thursday, May 20th, 6 p.m. Fleming's at the Green. Easiest way to reserve your space is to call 844-325-8046. Again, 844-325-8046. 46. Don't miss it. And, you know, listen, a lot's changed over the last year. This is why we're so excited to get back out there and, and, and do it an educational event where we can get together, break some bread and learn because all the things that changed last year, we need to keep up with it. But one thing that has changed in 2020 and that has created a lot of confusion for people in retirement are the rules surrounding required minimum distributions. Okay. Last year, they were the not required minimum distributions in RMDs. But what about this year? And also, lawmakers also changed the age when you must begin taking distributions from your accounts. It used to be 70 and a half. Now it's age 72. So, you know, I don't know why they make the laws for retirees so complicated. Basically trying to figure it all out, uh, figure out all the rules surrounding RMDs can be complex and confusing for the uninitiated. And if you make a, a mistake here, you could face some severe penalties and taxes. We talked about it being the stiffest pat- tax uh, penalty in the code, which is 50%. Okay, You don't want to mess this one up. And that's why our team at Russell Total Wealth and Wellness specializes in retirement planning because it isn't something you can just dabble in or work part-time in. You know, like having heart surgery performed by a cardiologist instead of your family doctor. And that's why we focus on retirement planning. And it's why we're also talking about the 10 things you need to know about how required minimum distributions work. Now, one common question we get from retirees at RMD age is, what do I have to do if I have multiple IRAs? Or do I need to take required minimum distributions from each account that you have? Okay. We also hear, what if I don't need my RMD? What do I do with it? So we're going to discuss a, a couple things. Number one is, first of all, calculating the RMD. Okay, how do, how do you calculate it? You know, If you have multiple IRAs, do you have to take it from each one? How does it work? Well, currently under current law, they allow what's called the aggregation rule, which means let's say you have three IRAs. Uh, each of them total $250,000. So you have $750,000 in total IRAs. Well, the aggregation rule basically says that you don't need to take it from each IRA. You just need to take one RMD on the total IRAs that you have as of December 31st of the prior year. Okay, And you can find out how much you need to take by getting your hands or getting your hands on a copy of the uniform life table. This is an IRS life expectancy table that they use. Um, this is something that we have available. Um, should you wish to get your hands uh, on a copy of this uniform life table, we'd be delighted uh, to get that to you. You can go to totalwealthadvice.com. Um, or if you set a 15-minute um, strategy session uh, call with one of our fiduciary advisors here at Russell Total Wealth and Wellness, we can also get it to you that way. But you basically have to calculate the RMDs, um, and it's based on the total amount of the IRAs that you have. Now, if you can't reduce your RMD, 
Okay, what you may be able to do is you may be able to reduce the tax bill on the RMD, that is. And if you've made and kept records of non-deductible contributions. So RMDs are really based on money that you took a deduction for. You, you literally said, okay, I'm going to write this off my taxes for the year that I deduct it, and I'll pay the taxes at a later date. Okay, But what if you made non-deductible contributions? It basically means that you put money in an IRA, but you didn't take a deduction. Okay. You and already that, paid the tax on that money. Yeah, right? you, already, you already paid the tax, but you didn't pay the tax right. on the growth of that money. So in this case, the portion of the RMD that can be considered coming from those non-deductible contributions will therefore be tax-free, but it's kind of like a cup of black coffee. Okay, Black coffee is basically the pre-tax deferred contributions. But when you have a non-deductible contribution mixed in with the black coffee, it's like pouring cream into that cup of coffee. You're never going to be able to pour or take the cream back out. It's going to be a little bit of black coffee along with the cream. So it's pro rata. So for instance, if you have a $200,000 IRA and $20,000 of that $200,000 was non-deductible, 10% of the distribution from the IRA will actually be tax-free. You're only going to pay taxable income on 90%. Okay? Each time you take a distribution, you need to recalculate the tax-free portion. And you do that with what's called a Form 8606. So if you, you have to track it every year. If you're going to make these non-deductible contributions, you don't want to lose track of what you have there. Okay, so that's one way to reduce the taxable income is if you have those non-deductible contributions. Additionally, you can reinvest your RMD. So if you can't reduce or avoid your RMD, you can look for ways to make the most of that required distribution. So you can build the RMD into your cash flow as an income source, but if your expenses are covered, let's say you have a pension from Wright Pat and you get Social Security and you're you're set with your income, you know, you could put those distributions to work for for you. So while you can't reinvest the RMD into another tax advantaged retirement account, you can stash it in a deposit account or reinvest it into a regular old brokerage account. Okay, and if your liquid cash cushion or emergency savings is insufficient. You know, you could consider, you know, taking this RMD to kind of uh, re-up that liquidity that you may need. So those are just a couple things that you can do uh, as it relates to RMDs and reducing the tax um, and, and getting that money back to work for you. That's great insight, Curve. I, I wanted to add a couple of things as we're talking about um, RMDs and that aggregation rule. A couple of things to keep in mind is our 401ks don't play in that aggregation rule. Right, So if I have multiple IRAs and I have multiple 401ks, I have to actually take my minimum required distribution out of each of the 401ks respectively. Mm -hmm. um, and then also, um, when we think about taking our RMDs and the uniform life table calculation, that changes every year. Right. Mm -hmm. So as we get older, we can't just calculate our required minimum distribution once. We have to have it recalculated every single year because our balances change and our age changes every year as well. Yeah, you know that even when you're on this table here, so you definitely want to get your hands on a copy of this just for this one thing I'm going to say next is that the table goes up to age 115, by the way. And even when you're 115, they still say you got two more years to go. Okay. <laughs> They'll never let that factor run to zero. 
because that basically means that the tax revenue stops for Uncle Sam. And of course, they don't want that. So, um, you know, obviously, I know people are living longer. I would love to live to 115 as long as I'm of sound mind and, and <laughs> have a quality of life. But uh, Eat those superfoods and you might. It, that's there you go. I think you're I think you're on to something here. So but, yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things I think people are living longer. The RMD, to your point, Andy, gets higher every single year. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then that's our, obviously our specialty here at Russell Total Wealth and Wellness is helping clients plan for retirement. You know, and you can say over the many years that, uh, that we've been doing this, we've learned a thing or two about how to help you plan for a successful retirement. And that's why on today's show, we're sharing with you the 10 things you need to know about how required minimum distributions work. Now, what if you don't want to take the cash out of your IRA? Okay. You can actually do what's called an in-kind, or you can roll over, um, you know, this this um, amount to a Roth. Okay, so you could do Roth conversions today. Now, here's something that I hear and see all the time: is that if you're considering a Roth conversion, you're saying, "Look, I want to prepay my taxes now. I want to do it today. Okay, I want to lock in today's rates that are on sale." For the fear of higher future taxes, Roth IRA and Roth conversions have become very popular. Now, here's a, a, a catch, and I, I think this is one of the most important points we can make today, is that by doing the Roth conversion, you say, well, look, I'm paying tax on this money. I'm actually satisfying the U- Uncle Sam's requirement for this minimum distribution. I'm paying the taxes they want me to. But here's the catch, is that a Roth conversion does not count towards that RMD. So if you're RMD age and you're wanting to do Roth IRA conversions, guess what? You're going to have to double up. So whatever you convert doesn't count towards the RMD, and you still have to take your normal required distribution or run the risk of you know, suffering a, uh, that, that penalty, that 50% penalty that we talked about earlier. So, so you don't want that. <laughs> Yeah, that could, man, that can wreak havoc on your tax bracket for for that year, doubling up. Goodness gracious. Yep. You know that nagging question just about everybody feels as they get close to retiring? That constant wonder in the back of your mind? Do we really have enough or will this pile of money last as long as we need it to? Do you know that you don't actually have to wonder about that? Do you know that you can literally test that and have that question definitively answered? Well, that's what we do at Russell Total Wealth and Wellness. We give people just like you those types of answers and help you make adjustments now so you can have greater confidence and comfort in your retirement. You can set up a 15-minute strategy session with our team of retirement planners, fiduciary retirement planners, to get your questions answered and find out what's working well for others. Visit us at TotalWealthAdvice.com to schedule your 15-minute strategy session call. You want to keep it right here. You've been listening to us on AM 1290-957, Dayton's News and Talk, WHIO. We'll be right back. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. We're back. I'm Andy Dollar, and you're listening to Russell Total Wealth Radio. If the uncertainty of the world, the political environment, or the fear of rising taxes has you worried, don't just sit there. Protect your retirement savings. Set up a free 
15-minute strategy session call with our team of fiduciary retirement planners to get your questions answered and find out what's working well for others. Visit us at TotalWealthAdvice.com. Right there in the middle of the page, you can have access real-time to our calendars to find a time that works best for you to connect with a member of our fiduciary retirement planning team. We'd love to talk to you. Yeah, and additionally, we're so excited that uh, we're bringing back our Russell Total Wealth Live events. We have a couple dates upcoming here, uh, Tuesday, May 18th or Thursday, May 20th at 6 p.m. It's going to be held at Fleming's at the Green. Um, Rob, Russell, and Andy, our co-host uh, here on Russell Total Wealth Radio, will be there. So this is a chance to get knee-to-knee with them and learn lots of great things as it relates to your retirement. Easiest way to reserve your space is to call 844 844- 325-8046. Again, 844-325-8046. And during today's episode, we've been sharing with you the 10 things you need to know about how required minimum distributions work. And if you aren't RMD age, uh, meaning that you're under 72, um, you may wonder, how do I get out of having to take money out and pay taxes later in life? And then, of course, what we talked about before in the prior segment is doing those Roth conversions ahead of that RMD requirement. The more you can pay tax now, um, you know, there's no, there's no doubt the tax rates are going to go up here. So lock in. If you're under 72 and you're not that RMD age and you don't have to double up that income, take your distributions, pay tax now while taxes are on sale, and then that can prevent you from having to take the RMDs later. Absolutely, Curve. And if you felt like today's show was a help to you, just imagine what we can accomplish when we get advice that's tailored to you. If you boil it down, our mission at Russell Total Wealth and Wellness is to help you solve the problem of how to make your money last through retirement. Set up a 15-minute strategy session call with our team to get your questions answered and find out what's working well for others. Visit us at TotalWealthAdvice.com. Schedule a FaceTime or a a Zoom meeting or, or a phone call with a member of our fiduciary retirement planning need. That's a wrap for today's show. Coming up on next week, we're going to try to help you gain some much-needed peace of mind surrounding the anxiety-ridden question that is, am I going to run out of money in retirement? And I tell you what, almost every retiree is worried about this, even those that have done a good job of saving and and those that are wealthy. Women especially um, are, are concerned about this nagging question. It's time you start feeling better, or at the very least, know what actions you should be taking in order to make uh, take better control of your retirement. Join Curve and I next week as we aim to help you answer the age-old question, am I going to run out of money in retirement? You'll only find it here on Russell Total Wealth Radio. See you next week, same time, same place. You've been listening to Curve and I today on AM 1290 and 95.7, Dayton's News and Talk, WHIL. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic, 1290 and 95.7, WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. WHIO, Dayton. WHIO-FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station from the CJSHeatingAndAir.com studios.